This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Black holes, the cosmos, space, and time travel, science and technology. Brought to you by theoretical physicist, futurist, popularizer of science, and world-renowned author, Professor Michio Kaku. And GCNlive.com. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. On Science Fantastic, we profile the amazing, jaw-dropping scientific discoveries which are revolutionizing our world and touching our lives. And once again, in this hour, well, this hour is your hour. That's right. You can pick up the phones and perhaps you can get on Science Fantastic. So why should the march of science proceed without you? Why don't you be part of it? Why should we scientists have all the fun exploring the secrets of Mother Nature and how it impacts on all of our lives? So give us a call. The hotline number is 612-564-8135. Write that number down. 612-564-8135. And be sure to leave your name. Call letters of the radio station, if you're listening to one, the city you're calling from, and ask that question. Make that comment, and perhaps your thoughts will be heard on almost 100 radio stations that carry science fantastic. So, give us a call. And once again, in this hour, we're going to throw the lines open. You're not going to get a busy signal. You'll get a recording, and just leave your name, call letters of the radio station, and the city you're calling from, and then ask that question that you've always wanted to ask, but never had the opportunity. Let's say you're having dinner with the kids, and the kids ask you a homework question that leaves you stumped. What are you going to do? Looking like an idiot? No, you're going to get to the phone and call 612-564-8135. And hey, why don't you put your kids on the telephone, and why don't you have them ask that question? And so, once again, everything is fair game. Some people say, well, I'm kind of embarrassed because I have some rather goofy ideas and people are going to laugh at me. Well, hey, chances are, if you have a strange, weird idea, chances are thousands of people have that same weird, crazy idea. And so, why don't you share it on the airwaves? And sometimes these crazy ideas, well, they're not so crazy. I'd like to tell you about the fact that years ago, there was a 16-year-old boy who asked himself a stupid question, and that is, can you outrace a light beam? Now, come on, give me a break, right? Well, this 16-year-old boy asked himself that question, can you outrace a light beam? Well, he, he didn't know the answer, so he went to college, learned something called Maxwell's Equations, and from then, he found the solution to the problem. Well, he was 26 years old when he finally got the answer. He published a paper, perhaps one of the most important papers in human history. His name was Albert Einstein. The theory was relativity, the theory that gives us the atomic bomb, the energy source of the stars, the theory of the universe itself, all because a 16-year-old boy asked himself a stupid question. 
Well, here's your chance to ask that same stupid question and perhaps get an answer. The number to call once again is 612-564-8135. And also, you may want to go to my website. It's mkaku.org, M-K-A-K-U.org, and you can find out what I'm up to. There's a blog there. You can, you can hear previous shows, and you can find references to the TV interviews that I've done and also the four New York Times bestsellers that I've written, the latest one being The Future of Humanity, Humanity in Outer Space. Will we fulfill our destiny and become a space-faring civilization, a civilization that roams among the stars and the galaxies. Is that to be our true destiny? Find out by getting a copy of my book, The Future of Humanity. Okay, well, let's move right on now and take the first listener phone call. Anna, uh, 7.50 a.m. in Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, the question I had is, um, people keep saying that the universe is expanding, and I'm wondering what it's expanding into, since there are other universes and universes and galaxies. Uh, ultimately, what is the ultimate expansion? I request an answer to that. I did ask that question some time ago, but... Part of the problem is I cannot listen to your program every time, so it would be helpful if you would somehow announce when you're answering the question <laughs> so that we can make sure to be able to listen because your show is on on Saturday nights and um, in the evenings here in Anchorage. It's now 7.42, and um, I'm just fortunate to be driving and able to listen. So I don't know how to get the answer to the question unless I'm listening to every single radio show. Thank you very much for the service you do and the answers you give. I find your show fascinating, but I don't get to listen to it as often as I want. Okay, well, one way to listen to the radio show is on the Internet. Uh, go to my website, mkaku.org, and you can listen to previous shows as well. Well, let me just answer that question really simply. Our universe is expanding into another dimension. Now, think of our universe consisting of three dimensions, length, width, and height. If you want to locate any object in the universe, you give us length, width, and height, and bingo, you can locate any object in the universe. If you want to locate any event in the universe, you get four numbers, length, width, height, and time. So I live in New York. If you want to meet someone for lunch at 42nd Street and 5th Avenue on the 10th floor, you give them three numbers, 42nd Street on 5th Avenue on the 10th floor at noontime. And that specifies a unique event in our universe. And the thing that has puzzled physicists for centuries, in fact, is why do we live in three dimensions? There's nothing special about three or four. You talk to a mathematician, is there anything special about three or four dimensions? And they say, no, five, six, seven, they're all the same to a mathematician. Well, to a physicist, they're quite different because our physical universe exists in three dimensions of space, and one dimension of time. Now, the universe is expanding. 
We know that because of the Doppler shift. When a star, which is yellow, moves away from you, the light is stretched like an accordion, and the frequency gets lower and therefore turns reddish. When a star moves toward you, yellow light is compressed in the forward direction, and it turns slightly bluish because blue has a higher frequency and a shorter wavelength. This also works for sound. When something moves toward you, sound is high-pitched. When something moves away from you, the pitch lowers. And it sounds like this. Now, you've heard that all your life. All your life you've heard that, except you never thought to ask, well, what is that? That is a Doppler shift, and that's how police give you a speeding ticket. They shine a laser beam on your license plate. The laser beam's light bounces off your license plate, goes back to the cop, and the cop then measures the Doppler shift of the reflected beam. Bingo! You have a very precise way of giving you a speeding ticket. Well, in some sense, we give a speeding ticket for stars and galaxies. And what we found was astonishing. All the galaxies, for the most part, are moving away from us. Now, some galaxies are actually moving toward us, like Andromeda, but on average, on average, all the galaxies are moving away from us, for the most part. Now, why? This means that the universe is expanding. The space between stars is expanding. And then, I have to take a short commercial break. We'll answer the question, well, then what is it expanding into? And so we'll answer that after the commercial break. And so once again, give us a call at If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer, and we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case, and they're so good they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 
That's 800-524-3810. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Brought to you by Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Before the break, we had a question. If the universe is expanding, then what is it expanding into? Well, our universe is a bubble of some sort, so we don't know exactly the details of the bubble. But we live on the skin of the bubble, and the bubble is expanding. So take a balloon put dots on it representing the stars and the galaxies and the balloon is expanding and what is it expanding into well the skin the surface of the balloon represents the universe and therefore what is off the balloon what is off the balloon is the third dimension now if you're a bug living on the surface of the balloon you can only see two dimensions forward backward left and right because the balloon is the universe. The balloon is everything there is. Now, where is the universe or the bubble or the balloon expanding into? It's expanding into the third dimension. Now, the, the bugs cannot see the third dimension. The bug's eyes can only see two dimensions, but it's expanding into the third dimension, the third dimension of space. Now, Einstein says our universe is a four-dimensional bubble. So what is it expanding into? The fifth dimension. Now, you can't see the fifth dimension, just like bugs cannot see off the balloon, but that's what the universe seems to be expanding into. Now, the theory which explains this is called string theory. String theory has not been verified. Now, the expanding universe theory, of course, has been verified at every time we look at the galaxies in outer space. String theory has not been verified. String theory actually predicts that the universe is expanding into 11 dimensions. Not just four, not just five, but 11 dimensions. And so think of a bubble bath of universes. So our universe is a bubble, and it's floating among other bubbles out there. Now, this explains, I think, a resolution between two of the great paradigms of religion. In the Christian religion, we have Genesis. In Buddhism, we have Nirvana. Now, my parents 
we're Buddhists, and in Buddhism there is no beginning, there is no end, there's only states of consciousness called nirvana. But I was raised as a Presbyterian, as a child, and every Sunday I went to Sunday school, and I learned about Genesis and the fact that the universe had a beginning, an instant, when God said, let there be light. So how can you reconcile these opposite points of view? Two totally opposite points of view. One in which there is no beginning, only states of consciousness, no beginning, no end. And the other one being a definite point when the universe began. Well, the multiverse idea coming out of string theory explains it. Because you see, our universe, our bubble, had an origin. It had a Big Bang. There was a moment when the universe came into existence. But there are other bubbles out there. And what is it expanding into? Nirvana. Something beyond the bubble. Nirvana, that is, 11-dimensional hyperspace. And so, string theory says, basically, that all the particles are nothing but vibrations on a tiny, tiny little vibrating string. That physics is the laws of harmony of the string. That chemistry is the melodies you can play on these vibrating strings. The universe is a symphony of strings. And the mind of God that Einstein wrote about in his letters and his memoirs, the mind of God would be cosmic music resonating through 11-dimensional hyperspace. So the next time you go to a planetarium and the children ask the question, if the universe is getting bigger and bigger, then what is it expanding into? You can give them the thought that, well, perhaps it's hyperspace. The universe is expanding in another dimension. Okay, well, let's move right on to the next listener phone call. Hi, this is Kenneth listening to you on uh, GCN. I uh, would like to ask. Uh, I would like to ask what your theory is on. Uh, actually, my theory that um, the reason why uh, human beings and other animals don't have green fur or blue fur, um, I think it's probably because uh, we're larger creatures. So that when the forest burns down or when the grass fields dry up, everything turns brown, and therefore uh, animals and humans with um, like green or brown. I mean, with like brown fur would blend into uh, like the the, the dirt. Whereas, um, you know, like other creatures that are smaller, you know, like insects or lizards, they would be green because they could blend in with the vegetation or, you know, like fly away or scamper to another forest. Um, human beings and other, like, mammals are larger, and so their fur would not be green because that would not be um, conducive to camouflage with the sky. Um, but a butterfly, for example, that's blue and small uh, can camouflage with the sky, whereas we cannot. Um, so that's my theory on why, um, you know, like, uh, human beings do not have, like, green hair or, like, blue hair. Um, i just like to know what your thoughts on that are. Thank you for your time. Well... Your theory is not too far away from uh, evolutionary theory, which simply says that animals change generation by generation with survival for the fittest. So I think you're using that methodology that there is a reason why certain animals have certain colors is because it makes their survival value higher.
they can survive better to create children to perpetuate their genes to create the next generation. So that's the basic thrust of evolution, which is also the basic thrust of your, your thinking. Now, of course, the precise mechanism differs from the standard theory. The standard theory would simply say that bears are brown, for example, because most of the leaves in the forest are brown. Yes, there are green leaves as well. But when you look at the habitat, the actual habitat of many of these animals, they do live in savannas, they do live in areas where there's lots of brown leaves and brown trees. Now, of course, there's bound to be exceptions to this. Uh, lizards, for example, and, and reptiles could be green. But the methodology that you are mentioning is roughly the same as evolutionary theory, and that is as a reason. Now, that's not the only theory. Another theory simply says that's the way it is. That's the way the universe was created, by God or whatever. That's how they were created, and they've been that way ever since. But if you look at the fossil record, you begin to realize that, well, we used to have dinosaurs. They don't exist anymore. In fact, if you count the fossils underneath your feet, you count them right underneath your feet right now, you begin to realize that 99.9% of those animals are now extinct. They don't walk the surface of the earth anymore. And so, going backwards in time, we see a continual change, that animals do change generation by generation. And the mechanism for change is that you have a higher survival value, which is, of course, where you're coming from, that animals have a certain color for a reason. It's not because they were simply created that way, or magic, or whatever. It's because it increases their survival, and so they can survive to propagate their genes. Now, the precise mechanism differs, of course, from the standard theory, but uh, I think you're, you're leading in that direction, and that is there is a rhyme or reason to the reason why Mother Nature is the way it is, and it's because of survival of the fittest. Okay, well, let's move on to the next listener phone call. Hello, my name is Patrick. I'm listening to 7.50 a.m. in Palmer, Alaska. And I had a question about a book I read. It's called Red Theory, I believe, about black holes. And in the book it said, if a human gets sucked into a black hole and someone is watching, you will see, the person watching will see the other person die instantly, but the person who is sucked into the black hole it will be an eternity of stretching and pain, and they will be alive for the whole thing. I was wondering how that would work. Yeah, uh, you were talking about the fact that if you fall into a black hole, God forbid, right? It's a horrible experience. But if you were to, uh, you would get vast distortions of time. Now, you got it backwards. It turns out that you falling into a black hole would fall into a black hole in your time almost instantly. So as you approach the black hole, you see the thing coming at you really fast, and then whoop, you're dead. But from someone from the outside, way outside with a telescope, looking at you from the outside, you are almost frozen, almost paralyzed, and you fall into the black hole extremely slowly, and in fact, mathematically, it takes an infinite amount of time to actually fall into the black hole. 
So there was even a science fiction story once where the bad guy falls into a black hole and he screams for a thousand years. Well, we'll answer that question after the break about Einstein's theory of black holes. If you want to get on Science Fantastic, give us a call at 612-564-8135. Give us a call. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. During a visit in North Carolina Thursday, President Joe Biden took time to tout his administration's achievements towards stabilizing the post-pandemic economy. Nearly 800,000 manufacturing jobs nationwide. Unemployment has been below 4%, the longest stretch in American history in the last 50 years. During a speech in Raleigh Thursday, Biden acknowledged how thousands more homes have been connected to high-speed internet during his time in office. Critics of the president and Republicans have blamed his administration for runaway inflation since the pandemic due to multiple government spending measures. The amount of U.S. Capitol Police threat assessment cases are up heading into an election year. In 2023, the USCP's threat assessment section investigated just over 8,000 cases. The number of cases likely to go up this year because of the presidential election. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. That's 800-430-1891. Get help 
healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Well, we had a call coming in before the break. What happens when you fall into a black hole? How is it possible that you, as you fall into a black hole, you die almost instantly, but someone from the outside, far away, looking at you with a telescope, would see that you are frozen in time, paralyzed, and it takes thousands of years for you to fall into a black hole. How does that work? Well, first of all, falling into a black hole is not very pleasant. Many bad things happen to you. Among them, spaghettification. It turns out that your feet are attracted to the black hole a little bit faster than your head. And so you're stretched as a consequence by tidal forces and you look like a noodle. We call it spaghettification. And so one of the horrible facts about you falling into a black hole is you become a noodle of spaghetti as you get into a black hole. As you get even closer to the event horizon of a black hole, even the noodle begins to fall apart and the atoms, the very atoms of your body become noodles and they get ripped apart and you basically turn into cosmic dust and spaghetti as you fall into a black hole. Not very pleasant. Well, the way Einstein looked at it is that time beats at different rates at different points in the universe. So think of putting a clock at every point in your room. Okay, so every point in your room, there's a clock, thousands of clocks right in your room. Einstein says that they don't necessarily beat at the same rate. Some clocks can beat faster than other clocks. For example, on the moon, a clock on the moon beats faster than a clock on the Earth. A clock on Jupiter beats slower than a clock on the Earth. And all these things are measurable. This is not science fiction. This is not speculation. We measure these things in the laboratory. And so the man falling into a black hole has a clock. His clock is different from a clock on the outside. From the man falling into the black hole, his clock says he dies almost instantly. Now, a clock from the outside gets light from the man falling into the black hole, but that light is affected by gravity. Gravity pulls on that light beam, stretching it, so it turns out that you get what is called a redshift, 
and things start to slow down in that light beam. So a light beam shot from a man who is falling into a black hole, that light beam is stretched, called the redshift, and time is also slowed down because of gravity. So the gravity is so intense of a black hole that it slows down time, stretches the light beam, and so you looking at the man falling into a black hole, you see that he becomes reddish, he becomes like spaghetti, and he's basically paralyzed. And again, not a very pleasant thing to happen. Now, we've never observed this, of course, because, of course, the nearest black hole that we study regularly is at the center of the galaxy. And that black hole is, what, something like 50,000 light years from the Earth. And so we've never done this experiment. But on theory, so far, uh, this is what the theory predicts. And so far, we have no violations of Einstein's theory of gravity. Let me repeat that again. We have no violations at all of Einstein's theory of gravity. Every time it comes out right on the dot, as Einstein predicted a hundred years ago. Okay, well, we've run out of time in this segment of Science Fantastic. So keep the calls coming. Once again, if you want to get on Science Fantastic, give us a call at 612-564-8135. Leave your name. Call letters in the radio station and the city you're calling from. And hey, maybe your thoughts will be heard on almost 100 radio stations that carry Science Fantastic. And go to my website. You can listen to earlier editions of the show, mkaku.org, M-K-A-K-U.org. And you can listen to previous Science Fantastics. This is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers. Simply because that's what Longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have Longevity. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s. He had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain, until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-296-1327 800-296-1327 800-296-1327 
Call right now. Help is standing by. 800-296-1327. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer and communicate information and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. Brought to you by Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Give us a call and maybe you can get on national radio. The number to call is 612-564-8135. You'll hear a recording. Be sure to leave your name. Call letters to the radio station and the city you're calling from, and then ask away. Ask that question. Ask that question that's always been bothering you. Ask that question that catches your fancy. Ask that question that changes the way you look at the universe. And maybe you can get on Science Fantastic. And if you want to listen to previous Science Fantastics, go to my website, mkaku.org, m-k-a-k-u.org, or Facebook, On Facebook, Michio Kaku is the website for my Facebook site. We have over 3 million fans and 650,000 fans on Twitter. Okay, let's move on now to the next listener phone call. Hello, Professor Kaku. My name is Jay. I listen on WNDD in Daytona Beach, Florida. And I love your show. Thank you. If an object weighed at the North Pole and then taken the Earth's equator and weighed again, would the same object weigh the same? Would the object weigh less at the equator than at either pole? The object would be rotating at the equator at the rate of a thousand miles per hour. Would the centrifugal force cause the object to weigh less at the equator than at either of the poles? I would appreciate the answer to this, and thank you very much. You have a good day. Okay, well, the answer to your question is, yes, you weigh less on the equator than on the North Pole. And even Isaac Newton could have calculated that. First of all, you're right. On the North, on the equator, you're traveling at about a 1,000 miles per hour. You are traveling around the circumference of the Earth, which is 24,000 miles. And there are 24 hours in a day. You divide, bingo, you get the fact you're traveling at 1,000 miles per hour on the equator. Now, you can also calculate the centrifugal force. The centrifugal force is mass times the velocity squared divided by the radius of the Earth. 
So bingo, you just plug it into the equation and you can calculate the centrifugal force by sitting when you're sitting on the equator. Now, when you're sitting on the North Pole, there's no centrifugal force. You're just feeling the force of gravity, which is mass, the two masses, times uh, the gravitational constant divided by the radius squared. So you compare the two numbers, which you can do in a simple calculator, and bingo, you get the fact that you are slightly, slightly, you weigh slightly less on the equator than on the North Pole because of the centrifugal force. You're absolutely right. Okay, well, let's move on now to the next listener phone call. Hello, this is Armand from Queens, and I listen to on YouTube. I saw an article that said, uh, from Big Pink, which is kind of like, you know, a science article, a uh, science-like publication. It said, mice can live forever. Uh, soon, you'll be able to also. What do you think about that? That sounds awesome, right? Do you think it's possible that we can live forever? And it's coming faster than I even thought. I'd say, I thought, thought it was like 2020. It's coming even sooner. Thank you very much. Well, I don't think we can live forever by 2020, but I think there are two avenues that are very promising. First is biological or genetic immortality, and the second is digital immortality, both of which are mentioned in my book, The Future of Humanity. So let me explain. First of all, we know more or less what aging is. Uh, we didn't know what aging was for, for centuries, but now we have a, a real rough picture of what aging is. Aging is the buildup of error. Errors in your cells, genetic errors, chemical errors. Errors build up every time cells divide, for example. Now, there's something called entropy, which is the second law of thermodynamics, which says that everything gets old, everything rusts, everything corrodes, everything eventually dies. But there is a loophole to that, and that is if you add outside energy from, let's say, the sun, or outside inf information from genetics, you can slow down that process and even perhaps reverse it. And so, by genetic engineering, we may be able to cure the errors in our genes and perhaps live forever. Now, how would we do that? First of all, think of a car. Where does aging take place in a car? Well, aging takes place in the engine. Where does engine take place in our bodies? Well, we'll answer that after the break. Let's take a short commercial break. And after the break, we're going to answer the question, how do you live forever? And give us a call at 612-564-8135. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. 
I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best, complete, nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. This is Science Fantastic. Back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. And before the break, we had a question. Is it possible to become immortal? And why should we want to do that? And what are the consequences? Well, first of all, the answer is yes. There's nothing in the laws of physics preventing us from becoming immortal. But you have to add energy and information from the outside in order to conform with the laws of physics. So take a look at a car. Where does aging take place in a car? Well, the engine. Why the engine? That's where you have moving parts and you have combustion. Well, what is the engine of a cell? The engine of a cell is the mitochondria. So where does most of aging take place? Air buildup in a cell. The mitochondria. Bingo. So in the future, we'll be able to sequence all the errors that build up in the mitochondria and elsewhere and use genetic engineering to reverse the damage. So in principle, it might be possible to extend the human lifespan. Another way is to take the genome of 
thousands, millions of old people, compare that with the genome of thousands, millions of young people, and subtract in a computer. Find out where the air buildup takes place, because that's what aging is, the buildup of mistakes inside our DNA. That's why cells become sluggish, and eventually they die. In fact, that's why we die. And take a look at animals. Uh, the Greenland shark can live to be almost 500 years old. This is not superstition. We know that because the eye, the eyeball of the Greenland shark adds a layer every year. So by simply counting the layers, like counting the tree rings, you can, bingo, calculate the age of a Greenland shark. And they live almost 500 years. Think about that. And also elephants. Did you know that elephants almost rarely get cancer? Now, sharks do get cancer. There was a, a fad a few years ago that sharks don't get cancer. Wrong. But elephants, they rarely get cancer. And they're big, lots of places to get cancer. Why? Because of the gene P53. It turns out that healthy P53s help to counteract cancer. We have, uh, I think, two copies. Uh, elephants have something like uh, almost 20 copies of P53. And because of that, they have air correction mechanisms and they don't get cancer. Now, the second way to become immortal is digital immortality, and that is to digitize everything known about you and eventually digitize your brain. Digitize your credit card transaction, Instagram photographs, biographies, videotapes, everything, including every single neuron inside your brain. That's called the Connectome Project. And from that, you can build a reasonable copy of you, for example, as a hologram that you can talk to. The image would be a near representation of who you are. And every year, it would get closer and closer to the real you. Now, of course, it's not really the you, the biological you. It is a copy of you. But when you die, your personality does not necessarily have to die with you. Now, during the Middle Ages, we had something called dualism. That is, you had the soul on one hand and the body on the other hand, and they were separate. Then came, in the 20th century, neuroscience. We said, bah, humbug. There's no soul. It's just neurons. That's all it is up there in our brain, neurons. Well, now we're coming full circle. Now we're going back to the Middle Ages, because we now realize that the so-called soul might be able to be represented by information, by digitizing everything known about you. So in the library, for example, you'll take out a book, not about Winston Churchill, but you'll talk to Winston Churchill. All his mannerisms, speeches, thinking patterns are all codified, and I would love the opportunity to talk to Einstein. Think about that for a moment. Talking to historical figures that have been digitized, and one day you might be digitized as well. You might live forever someplace, and you'll be able to have a conversation with your great-great-great-great-great-great-grandkids and give them advice. Advice even though your mortal body has long since disappeared. Now, the point is that all of this is consistent with the laws of physics. I have violated no law of physics in mentioning the fact that, yes, at some point in the future, digital and biological immortality may become realized. And then the key question is, when? 
Well, digital immortality is coming pretty fast. Already there's Silicon Valley companies offering a digital version of what is known about you today. In the future, it'll become extremely accurate. And once we sequence the brain, the Connectome Project may be able to give us a copy of the brain. But biological immortality? Decades away. That doesn't mean it's impossible, but I think given the rate at which we're understanding genetics, it's still decades away. As someone once told me, our generation, the generation now alive, may be the last generation to die. In other words, our grandkids, our grandkids may have the option of hitting the age of 30 and then stopping, stopping and just living forever. Well, if you want to know more about the aging process and how it's going to be very important for us in the future, get a copy of my book, The Future of Humanity. And in my book, I mentioned that we're not necessarily going to overpopulate the Earth as we begin to live forever. Look at Japan. Japan has the oldest living ethnic group on the Earth, Japanese women. They hold the world's record. And the Japanese population is collapsing. When people live longer, they have fewer children. And that's the reason why Japan now and Europe in the future will gradually get smaller and smaller. Well, unfortunately, that's it for Science Fantastic. Tune in every week as we explore the cutting edge on science. And write that number down, 612-564-8135. And maybe your thoughts will be heard on almost a hundred radio stations that carry science fantastic. I need some extra money. Do I qualify for the earned income tax credit? Use the EITC assistant tool. With just a little information, this tool helps you calculate eligibility with ease and accuracy. Get an estimate of how much credit you qualify for and get a printout of your results before you prepare your return or visit your tax preparer. To use the EITC assistant tool and see if you're eligible to claim a credit, visit irs.gov EITC. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for youth. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs and dangerous things like metals into your body. And nicotine, which can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk, they hear you. 